0: play at a time huh play for each other love y'all hey enjoy it today control the emotion it's gonna be live but we're gonna make it even live here we go win on three. One, three one two three win. baby need some shoes let's go boys game now game two we got one goal let's and win you shoot I shoot with you here we go win on three. One, the bills
1: make me wanna and Show! Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Show! Buffalo's happening now.
0: and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Across the Bills as we move to the double-digit episodes. We are in episode six, four or more episodes until we hit the big one-oh. But speaking of birthdays, big birthday today, Josh Allen, El Capitan, number 17's birthday, uh, turning 24, which makes me feel terrible about myself because I'm like, he's 24? Damn. Oh God, I'm old, but anyway, I'm sure him turning twenty to twenty four doesn't make you feel old, but I don't know. I don't know. Does it?
1: I, I mean, I'm I'm twenty nine, okay. so I'm like five years older. Okay. So, so it's
0: like you, you're like you're like in older sister territory to a degree where me, it's like it's like, mm, I'm 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 like, it's like really parent parents had another kid type deal like unexpected or what not <laughs> you you have some you have some people where it's like they have they have like one or two kids and those kids are like in their mid 30s and then all of a sudden it's like they like accidentally have another one that's like 12 years yeah that's like 12 13 years apart from the, like yeah. the other two and it's like
1: he was oh. not planned <laughs> like really
0: not saying Josh Allen wasn't planned but I'm just saying the age difference between me and Josh Allen it's kind of what it feels like but anyway um happy birthday Josh Allen the
1: happy birthday
0: there's a uh, stories coming out that he's been working with multiple people he's been because as everybody knows, he li- he basically lives with Sam Darnold and Kyle Allen and whatnot. And the story came out um, last week on the 14th that he was planning to go to Florida to start working out with Stefan Diggs and start to build some of the com- camaraderie and that with his new number one wide receiver and when that story hit I was like good that's solid because that's what he needs I, like I feel like him playing, him going down to Florida and going working with Stefan Diggs and maybe John Brown and other receivers is going to do nothing but help him for the upcoming season improve and, and build that chemistry with basically the top target on the team now when uh when i sent that story to you what was your feelings with it
1: um well i kind of already had uh, an understanding because last week he was out in LA with Barkley uh, Davis Hodgins uh, Moss and they were trying to build some camaraderie there um, so yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, seeing him build chemistry with um, Stefan Diggs um, and um, and I understand I've on um, Stefan Diggs's, uh Instagram I don't know if you're on Instagram but um, Um, He he posts a lot of his uh, videos, so I've been watching that. um, So I find it all, like, reassuring that, um, you know, these guys are putting in the work because of these uncertain times.
0: Um, Yeah. This – the interesting thing is with the – Uncertain times, of course. The guys are at their local high school facilities or own pr- or own practice fields, if they can have them, or whatever it may be, especially with the situation being, uh, here in New York at least, um, with the Bills players not being able to... Go to the facilities and everything. And I know New York State was kind of in that reopening period and everything. And this, of course, coming from Sal Capaccio, who unfortunately we ha- we were going to have as a guest on the show. If things didn't work out. We're, we'll definitely make that up to you guys out there. But he reported that. Uh, NFL facilities, including the Bills, will be allowed to reopen on the 19th of May if they meet local and state regulations. However, coaches will not be permitted back and a maximum of 75 employees are allowed at one time per the memo from Roger Goodell. At this time, I know Western New York, which basically in basically case is Buffalo, they finally... Um, have started to work into that phase one reopening plan. I don't know what that means as far as opening up the facilities out here in Orchard Park and at the, the field house and everything, but it's going to be one of those situations where if the, Players can start coming back and maybe start working out and building something with the team and everything. Granted, the coaches can't be there, apparently. It's going to do nothing but help that team, especially with it being Josh Allen's third season. Everybody's expecting him to take another step forward in his progression and everything, and step into a role that a lot of people are talking about him being the best quarterback in the AFC East because Grant you have Darnold in the Jets of course you have Tua in Miami but there's no guarantee that Tua is going to start because of Ryan Fitzpatrick we don't know what's going on in New England whether it's going to be Stidham or Hoyer or New England's going to sign one of the sign someone to come in and do that or they're going to trade for somebody because, I'm sorry, the the Sith Lord of Bill Belichick is still there <laughs> you don't know what that man is going to do it's one of the things of with the NFL kind of taking a seat and looking at the picture everything it's interesting what the Bills are going to do because the Bills are in that kind of spot where we're being talked about nationally for the first time on like a massive base in like 20 years like there's been times where the Bills have kind of made national news, whether it be a trade or a move or something like in years past with trading for Drew Bledsoe or, or getting Lawyer Malloy or who, whatever and whatnot. This is like the first time that I've probably seen like this much hype in Buffalo and around the nation with Buffalo Bills fans that it's like, hey, this team is something – it's something you need to watch out for, pay attention. So it it's one of the things of, with the current pandemic situation being what it is, it's going to be interesting to see how things fall when everything does open up, especially with the new report saying if the NFL does move forward with games with no fans, they're looking at a potential five and a half billion dollar loss like and for a quote unquote small market team like the Buffalo Bills that hurts it's one of the things of can the Bills survive having no fans I think they can especially what it shown last year when the Bills were on the road and the TV ratings the however many Bills games are on TV, the the ratings are going to be there if there's no fans. What's your whole opinion on on everything that I just kind of ranted about just <laughs> right there?
1: No, yeah. As uh, Cuomo said in his press conference, he said, I want to watch the Buffalo Bills, and so does everyone else. Um, but we have to just uh, accept the reality of this whole situation and... Um, have set the expectations that come September during our home opener, we might not have fans in the stands and there might not be those mafia tailgating, um, outside the stadium. Um, and I mean, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather have the games televised than, than no games.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. I know I read somewhere uh, when I saw the article about the $5.5 billion loss with no fans.
1: Yeah, I saw
0: that. <laughs> um, I was like, there was somebody that commented, how about letting like season ticket holders come to the games and then that way there's, you could spread them out and everything. I'm kind of like, yeah, but that as cool as that is you're right. you're alienating the fans that can't afford season ticket. Yeah. Season ticket so. games. You're alienating a lot of fans that and that are your kind of day of walk up traffic and uh-huh. everything just in case cuz I'm not I'm not looking at the bills to like sell out every home game but you're alienating if you're going okay we're only going to allow season ticket holders that one gives the season ticket holders car blanche to pretty much go to the games tailgate whatever that granted yeah they'll go to the games they'll have masks they'll social distancing all that mumbo jumbo but for the people that own season tickets they now can go on the secondary market and sell those tickets for two three time two three four times the price because they know how bad some people want to go and tickets that you're honestly looking at people that could probably go to a game that's 60 70 80 bucks you're looking at potentially 100 150 200 dollars I'm like listen in this time in this time and this time going on all this money's not guaranteed as it is right so it's Like, I'm kind of in the same situation as you. I was like, I'd rather have it on TV than not have it at all. And then on top of it, also, not having fans on the stand prevents the lovely thing of, hey, all Buffalo Bills fans just jump through tables because that's what we're apparently known for because... I I saw another one where it's like, hey, we're going to do a gender reveal party and jump through a table. I'm like, really? And granted, it was Barstool that that post that I saw it from, but I'm just like, this is not what we're known for. Why? Why? Just Why?
1: We we gotta get good. We were we gotta show the world that we're more than just breaking tables. Um, but adding on to that, um, as you know, I I don't live in Buffalo. I live in Boston. So I home games in Buffalo, or I'm gonna try to get to an away game. However, I refuse to spend any money right now on flights on on uh travel on tickets until like things get finalized and i think other people are feeling that too but then i've also noticed that people are just you know not following that and going all in and and buying flights booking flights and such yeah so
0: it's one of them things of, not to get off topic with what we talk about with the Buffalo Bills and everything, it's one of them things of states and cities are opening up and yeah. they're opening up the phases and whatnot and they're... And, number, and granted, numbers are... Numbers, some places, numbers are going down, some so on and so forth. But it's one of them things of... In history, I've me being a history nerd, I am, and uh-huh. everybody talking about how this whole COVID nineteen situation is similar to the Spanish flu situation nineteen twenty, where okay, it hit and whatnot, and then they they got they got it to where it was under control, and then that second wave came in and like decimated the population and like 20 it took like 25 million lives I'm kind of like sitting here going all right listen I know we're a hundred years pa- from there and science and metal medicine has like improved and we have all these like improvements and everything but I'm kind of like what happens if the second wave hits and it, it, it it's you see the things with government and everything, and I—I I have to admit, yes, like ESPN releasing the Last Dance documentary, WWE, and and other and other sports like WWE doing their thing and other sports trying to do like the virtual virtual stuff and mm-hmm. all these stations playing like old old re- replays of games and highlights and and whatnot. It's one of them things of Yeah, the on one side of the spectrum, yes, we're getting back to a semblance of normalcy. But on the other sense, it's like I walk into a local 7-Eleven and I'm walking in with a bandana on my fa- face covered and whatnot. You see the the cashier behind the debt, like behind the re- behind the plastic barrier with their mask on. And then you look in the store and you're like, see three, four, five people in the store with nothing on, no mask, no nothing, and you're just like in your head, like, these are the people that's going to be the reason why this thing's going to come back with a vengeance and just decimate everyone. And what's bad is everybody is looking towards the NFL, especially especially Bills fans, because this is the first time that the Bills have actually been, like I said, been covered on a wide national media base where a lot of people are going, this is a team to watch, this is a team that can for the next upcoming years can be a force in the NFL and everything, and I'm going, yeah, that's cool, awesome, great. But I'm like in the back of my hand, I'm going. It's now May. It's almost the end of May, beginning of June. The NFL season's not starting till September. I'm going, what happens between now and September that what what if that second wave hits like a lot like a lot of scientists and people in that that field have predicted it's going to do what happens if that hits it could literally wipe out the nfl season because on a hypothetical situation yeah. on a hypothetical situation look at what the nba did is all it took for the nba to shut everything down was one player having it in yep. in the player from Utah in Rudy Gobert he he was he was like hey he's positive all it takes is and what's funny is that we we've already seen NFL player have it in Vaughn Miller who's t- Von Miller tested positive yeah. and and whatnot so he's got the antibodies but what happens if like you're in that fourth pre that fourth week of the preseason and and rosters are getting cut down and released, and somebody gets it. Somebody gets it. Next thing you know, you're going to be like, especially if it's somebody, especially if it's like completely hypothetical, like say somebody big name or, or whatever that's coming back, that's in big. To be honest, hypothetically, if tom brady show, showed up week 4 of the preseason okay and it was like tom brady test positive for covid-19 at that point the nfl's going what do we do because now we have now one of our star player our like most named players because if you didn't see the graphic the man has five or six of the top 10 jersey selling spots right now and in the league like uh-huh. they released that graphic and I'm like it was like Tua Brady 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 Gronk Brady some uh, somebody else so and then it was like Brady had like five or six spots and I'm going okay hypothetical situation say Tom Brady decide test positive for COVID-19 what what would the NFL actually do? And it, I feel like they would do the same situation as the NBA. They would be like, "Listen, one a NEM player got it. Like we have no choice. Or worst case scenario, a few player, a few players just make rosters end up testing positive for it because of whatever may be the case. It's one of the things of." everybody's taking precautions because I'm sure you've seen the pictures on the internet uh, uh-huh. in Wisconsin, like where Green Bay or Green Bay is like the, their, their state Senate was like, Hey, enough with this. And then they wiped out everything. And you saw the one bar where nobody had face masks on. Everybody was like uptight, close to each other. I'm just like, what? What is going on here? What why are not people smart? It it's everybody wants pro sports back. Mhm. Everybody's willing to take the good with the bad. The good being that pro live pro sports are back. The bad being hey, we can't attend them live. But it's looking at the whole picture. The other shoe the other shoe's going to drop somewhere. And it's just a matter of how bad that other shoe's going to drop. Um, with the with the Bills in general, of course, as you said, Cuomo talked about how the, he wants the Bills to play and everything. I love the uh, the two different press conferences he had. Because he had like the one where it was like up, like where it was was, like Western New York and everything. He was talking about, and he had the Bills logo and he wants the Bills and and whatnot. And then he had the one that was like downstate, like New York City area, Long Island, Long Island, and it had (laughs) and people were like the Bills and Sabers logos weren't there, but like all the teams, like the Jets and the Giants and all the teams and all the teams like down that way were there. And... People were like, oh and then it was like listen, the man has gone on record saying the Buffalo Bills are the only New York State football team. Mm-hmm. He's gone on record saying that. Like People the, need
1: a geography lesson. It <laughs> blows my mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I will die on that hill.
0: <laughs> you, there. You, you are not alone on that hill, though. You are not alone on that hill. There are so, there are so Josh many. buildings.
1: is on that hill. He, huh. he corrected a reporter last year on it.
0: Yeah, like when you, we
1: beat the Jets. So yeah,
0: you are not alone on that hill. <laughs> I, that hill that hill like holds holds so many people it's like <laughs> it's like oh, it's like there, there's three New York teams no there's not there's one there, the other two play in New Jersey it's like they're across yeah, the river yeah
1: Jets fans will come into my mention saying that it has to do with like the metropolitan area of New York City and how New Jersey is a part of that and I'm like what what
0: Well, and and like you said, with with geography lessons, they play in the Meadowlands. The Meadowlands is in the state of New Jersey.
1: Yeah, all that (laughs) revenue goes to the state of New Jersey. It doesn't go to the state of New York.
0: I wish. I wish.
1: (laughs) That's why the Bills need to stay in Buffalo. Because if the Bills ever, God forbid, moved, there would be no... A uh, professional uh, football team.
0: No, and that would be a that would be a that would be in a New ding York. that would be a ding to New York. That would be a ding to the state of New York, big time.
1: That would suck for yeah.
0: them. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't expect the Bills to like ever leave. Yeah. But it's one of the things of. All right, all right. But moving on to <laughs> other Bills topics. And this is something that unfortunately happens yeah. during the offseason. Uh uh-uh. And this and y- young kids, whatever you want to call it, uh, for number one overall draft pick Ed Oliver was arrested in Texas last week. Or drinking under the influence, and then also have uh, when police searched his car, uh, found found a weapon, a gun in the car, and there was footage. There was footage of the arrest posted online, and people were coming to his defense. And it it was funny because there were so many people coming to his defense, like he's twenty two, kids miss make mistakes, dah, 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 dah. and then you had like the complete opposite side of that going. <laughs> Listen, release him, cut him, send him off. Goodbye. We don't need that, like the the quote unquote accountability that like Sean McDermott talks and speaks of. Brandon Bean speaks of it was like it was completely two different like sections one section was like no he's young he's a kid he's gonna he made a mistake he'll own up to it he'll he'll pay for his mistake which from all intentions purposes is most likely gonna be a, at minimum a two to four game suspension to start mm-hmm. the season and then on the other side it was like cut him release him let him go da 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 And then you had the people that were like acting. Hey, we're gonna be Sweden and be (laughs) neutral and be like, we'll go whichever set wherever this ends up. When when it happened, and I saw the story, I was kind of like, "All right, he's twenty two. It's the off season. There, it's the global pandemic." You hate to see you hate to see someone that has that much name power, especially coming off the season that he did, where he he was the number one he was the number one pick, and he came to the NFL and he he kind of had that culture shock, like Matt Perino related to. He's like he came from Houston where it's like he kind of lost his starting job and had to work himself back. You see that going. All right. It's it's unfortunate, but in the system that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott has built, I guarantee you he's going to own up to it. He's going to take responsibility for it. He'll pay the punt. He'll do he'll do his suspension and he'll come back and and work harder to make to prove that hey, it was a mistake. I'm I'm a kid. It happens. It's just it's that bigger magner, magnifying glass because he's one of the players that the Bills want to rely on for the next five to ten years. And it's just like I look at the Bills player, the Bills fans that were like, oh, cut him, release him. We don't need that kind of negativity. All that. I'm like. I was like, really? I was like, so you're telling me you've never done something stupid in your life that you didn't want to get judged for automatically? Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at it as, ah, you know what? He made a mistake. It's unfortunate. And it's just a matter of him, him taking accountability for it in my eyes. And if he he comes out and he takes accountability for it, I'm gonna be perfectly fine. Move on. In in six in five months from now, when the season starts, yeah, is it gonna suck him not being there out on the field when he could be when he's gonna be a force? Yes, but as Sean McDermott has said so many times before with injuries. The next man's going to come up and step up. And you also forget is, yes, granted, Ed is probably looking at a minimum three-game suspension. You still have Starla Tulule. You, you have a returning Harrison Phillips. You have other that you have other pieces on that defensive line that can fill the gap until the suspension, until Ed Oliver's suspension is done. Now, when the story broke, what was your feeling on it? Because I'm sure well, you had feelings.
1: I woke up. First of all, I woke up to the news, and Bill's Twitter was in true form um and yeah no my my first reaction was you know a little shocked um and and for it's an unfortunate situation and um but i had tweeted this out that you know he's 22 and he's young and you know 20 year olds do stupid things when they're in their 20s and um it's 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 gonna be okay. Um, he's going to, you know, learn, hopefully learn from this, and he has a great. It sounds like he has a good support system. Um, and then I, I'm just letting, you know, McDermott and Bean handle that. I'm not. I'm not concerned. We have the the D line depth. Um, I just. I think this was kind of. Blown out of proportion by uh, Bill's Twitter in some respects, um, but you know there were people that were definitely behind him. So, but what I'm interested in seeing is how he bounces back from all this. Um, but you know, it's it's not the end of the world. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't, you know, no. beat up his girlfriend. It's not a felony. It's a misdemeanor. Yeah. Um. So. And it's his first, and it's, and
0: first, and it's his first offense. I've forgotten about it since, yeah.
1: since, what was it, like Monday? Um, I've moved on to other things, so it's like, I mean, yeah, it'll come back to haunt him a little bit with the whole, the suspension, but it, it, it will be interesting <coughs> how he takes this. And, um, to see, you know, his side of the story and everything, um, cause we only, we only know what has been released by, uh,
0: yeah, the, past. the bill, the bill, the bills a, and NFL basically like release statements and they're like, Hey, we're investigating the matter. We're looking into what's going on and, mm-hmm. and seeing what, yeah. seeing what, seeing what is what and everything um,
1: and I mean there's some there's some players out there NFL players who I have no respect for in terms of like domestic violence issues and they're still on teams so I'm, I don't know why <laughs> why people are freaking out about it um, hopefully he just learns from it you know
0: absolutely uh, now moving on to something a little fun Did you did you see the clip um, from the Bills combine talk with AJ Espinosa and him talking about the Von Miller strip sat strip? Yeah. Sean McDermott
1: looks so mad, like mad.
0: (laughs) It was like I saw. Like
1: he's still not over it.
0: Yeah, like I saw the video and. Le- and it was great because Leslie Fle- Leslie is just sitting there and he's like – he knows McDermott was the defensive coordinator. He knows Mc- Bean was like the assistant GM and they – the Panthers went 15-1 and, and it was a great season and everything. And he's – and AJ's talking about it and you can just see McDermott sitting there with like this face of just like – he's triggered <laughs> like trying to hold it back like trying not to pull that cool like laid back easygoing thing that we see mcdermott like we know mcdermott is unless, unless outside of like head coaching on the field and aj's just talking about it and he's like <sighs> and i love Frazier because he's just he's like point he's like pushing it he's like He's, like, poking the dragon just a little bit more. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah,
1: Frazier seems, like, really quiet, but he, like, will, like, have... He sounds like he has a good sense of humor.
0: Yeah. And what was funny, it's like, Frazier's like, you know your your draft stock just went down, right? <laughs> Cause, and it was so funny because he mentions it, and I don't think AJ even... Re- and AJ didn't realize, he's like... Frazier's like, you know, uh... McDermott and Bean were part of that team, right? And, and AJ's like, "Oh no, oh no, what have I done?"
1: <laughs> oh shit! It's like I've
0: done something. It, he, he had that like, like that look of like, "Oh, oh, oh no, oh no, what did My I do? <laughs> what, what, what did I do?" Um, an interesting because you have them. The other story that came out about that, like fifteen minute interview during the like the combine draft process, mm-hmm. and the, the uh story about Zach Moss and the running back, the running back they drafted, and they t- and he talked about how he got injured in his junior year and tore his meniscus and he lost football and it's kind of like he talked about that and I'm just like. And that was one of the reasons that being like they were already impressed with him as it is. But being basically was like that impressed me even more because he looks as football as a privilege to like play and everything. It's like it's a privilege to play this sport, especially in the NFL at the pro level. So, it's one of the things of, because of the pandemic and everything, you're starting now to see a kind of behind-the-scenes look at things. And yeah. this was interesting because, of course, you had the, the clip with AJ and now the, the story about Moss and whatnot. And the... <laughs> What was interesting about it is just the process of that whole situation, like that whole process, like looking up the draft and seeing what Bean and McDermott were looking for in, in players and the ability to, as you said, be, Brandon, uh, Sean McDermott was triggered, so to speak, but, he <laughs> did, but it didn't take away from the fact that AJ is still the type of player that he is and he's able to produce and he's going to make an impact on this team when they drafted him. And it's one of them things of, it's just one of the things of like, Hey, this is the, this is the culture of the bills now. Like it's, it's a great culture. It's something that it's fun. Yeah. It's definitely fun. fun. Now, something else that I saw random take on Twitter because I, I I'm I'm not I don't expect to get the social media club that you have okay also also miss miss social media manager I had to do your job sharing episodes all right
1: oh you're you're shaming me now
0: no no not at all I'm just, I'm just just, just, just laying it, just laying in the pop shot, just laying in the one pop shot. Um, one of, the, one of the, a, one of the things I saw a couple days ago. Um, it was a quote unquote really hot take, and basically saying the Miami Dolphins roster got better than the Buffalo Bills roster after really? drafting free agency. Really, I saw that, and I'm just like, I was like. I I had one of them reactions like sitting there and looking at the tweet for like 2 minutes and and trying to and trying to think and look at what all the look at the moves the dolphins did and then look at what the bills did and I'm kind of like who was this? Uh it was How uh, many
1: followers does this person have? First. That's what I always like. Oh,
0: for. that's what you look for? Uh <laughs> yeah, that's, He's got
1: to start there.
0: Uh he's following 793 and he's gotten 937 followers. Oh, God. So, I, I'm not... I, I'm not... Sh- he's... <laughs> it seems like he's from Chicago, because a lot of his tweets were about the Bears. Mm-hmm. So, I was kind of like, hmm. Wow. Okay.
1: okay. Well, we're All right. about
0: the... Uh, NFC, North. NFC North fan. <laughs> tw- tweets, hot take. All right. All right. All right. And... It was funny, if you look if you look at like some of the replies and everything, and there was one where it's like somebody said I don't agree, Bills have a more proven QB, better weapons, better secondary. And he comes back dolphin secondary in my opinion. I'm going Oh
1: my god. Seriously? I'm just like, what can you can you DM me this so I can like
0: Go, research
1: address this later?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will send. I did
1: not I, see this tweet. I so will. I you will. Need I, DM, DM me that.
0: I will. I will send it to you. Cause like I looked at, I looked at the tweets, and I'm just like,
1: oh my gosh.
0: I looked at like, I looked at it, and I'm just like, there's not a, and it's a lot of memes going on, but there's like some, I'm like, it's one of them things of like the cliche statement of like, whatever drugs do you have? Can I have them? So I could I, yeah, li- live in that fantasy world?
1: <laughs> there are some people out there just to troll Twitter. Oh, That's
0: oh. That's,
1: like, yeah. what they get off on.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: They get kicks
0: out of it. A- a- absolutely. And what's what's funny is, um... I, I saw that. Also, did you see... I don't know if you saw it. Um... There was a station, uh, WGR from here like tweeted it, and uh-huh. I think it was like last week. Uh, okay. there was a station up in Detroit, and they were doing a legend, uh, legend NFL team tournament or whatever, and it was the Bills and the Lions in like the final, and the Bills won off a fifty-yard hail mary pass from Jim Kelly to Eric Molds. <laughs> Like I'd have, to, I, I'd have, have to, to that. yeah, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to find it. Probably. You could probably Google search it and be like legends, Detroit lions versus Buffalo bills, Madden, like radio station or whatever. Okay. And you could probably follow it. was a simulation?
1: The, yeah, it was
0: a, it was, it was a simula- it was a simulation or whatever on Madden. They went okay. in and it had all the teams and everything. And like, they were that's going cool. back and forth and I was just like, all right, that, that's. That's that's definitely that's definitely cool. Um, also, did you see the interview from Brandon Bean on the Pat McAfee show?
1: No, I did not get a chance.
0: You haven't got a chance that. yet.
1: I, I need a When need you get a chance, it, yeah,
0: it was it was fantastic. It it was fantastic. Um, yeah. Some. It was definitely definitely a fun interview and everything on that. Now, like I said, we we kind of put we kind of put together a show based on like <laughs> tweets that we'd seen over the last week. So, it's I'm I'm sitting here literally on on Twitter like searched Buffalo Bills and I'm just like, what can <laughs> we discuss? Trending? It's like what is trending? What is discussing? I'm oh, like,
1: wait, I have one thing that people need to check out. There's oh. um this video of Josh Allen. He's like he has, like, solo cups, and he's, like, moving around, um, oranges, and he's, like, blowing, um, Zach Moss's mind. Oh. I don't know. Someone has... You You gotta check it out.
0: I'll, I'll really have to funny. check out. I love the fact that, uh... Somebody somebody took the Buffalo Bill shout song and added it to the Michael Jordan uh, <laughs> head, headphone glyph. Gif.
1: I don't know who did that.
0: Like, so many people have, te- like, I'm sitting there, like, I was like, you know what? That's cool. You know what we need? We need a Josh Allen headphone gif where he's, like, moving around or or something.
1: Yeah, he wears, like, those big headphones. Yeah. That would be perfect.
0: Also, uh, now, I'm sure you know of TikTok, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, have it.
0: Yeah, I I have I it. Don't. I have it. Um, it's it's my. I'm bored at two a.m. in the morning and have nothing better else to do because I can't sleep mm. and and watch random videos of of things. There's uh, I guess there was a tr- like trend, renegade trend or whatever on there, <laughs> and I thought about it and I'm like, you know what we need? I was like, I was like. I need somebody from the Bill, from like the Bills Mafia, to be like, "Yo, okay, there's a renegade trend," and just clip, clip from the Pittsburgh Steelers game of yeah. them on the sideline, and like, I was like, "Here's the real renegade trend."
1: <laughs> well, that's why I suggested when we play the Steelers, the Bills play the renegade song to oh. troll the Steelers and get in their head.
0: Oh, you know, it, it, it's gonna happen. They
1: have to play the renegade song.
0: It, it's gonna happen. I guarantee it's gonna happen. <laughs>
1: We're taking the renegade song and claiming it as
0: ours. It, it's like we we <laughs> are now we are now taking this song. It is now ours. And it's it is now theirs. ours.
1: Although Steelers claim it's theirs, so yeah. we get it.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> it is it's one of the things of inter interesting thing. Especially with the fact that speaking of Josh Allen, he's gotten and it being Josh Allen's birthday. Mm-hmm. He he has gotten so much coverage over the last like week and a half. I love it. And I'm just like I'm sitting here, I see all this coverage on Josh Allen on the Buffalo Bills. And I'm going and I think of you and your tweet of like <laughs> your your one tweet of like you will not you will not stand for the Josh Allen slander on Twitter anymore. I feel like, I feel like your tweet, like you tweeting that has somehow made the world, has some lap had like a Thanos, like infinity stone type effect on the world because now there's nothing but positive things about Josh Allen in the world. And I'm just like, I was like her tweet. That's what, that's her. She tweeted it. And now it's like, I don't see as much Josh Allen smack talk. I see like all the, I see positive. It's all
1: like, good things.
0: It's all good things now. <laughs> it's all good things, and a
1: gunslinger deserves the best, especially today.
0: Yeah, and what's what's uh what's funny is the the video of him in, I saw it today it was retweeted by CBS of last season, Josh Allen uh, the game in Miami where he's outside signing autographs with the kid and like he's got the he's got the, he's got the like the Dolphins jersey and he like like, rubs it away and tosses it away and then signs like the Bills jersey and hands it (laughs) to the kid or whatever and I'm just kind of like that's fantastic. it's it's one of them things of
1: yeah some people were kind of negative about that but I found that hilarious oh yeah
0: and, and <laughs> also um the NFL released I, I, I can't remember if the NFL or somebody else um they released a they released a list of like the 10 best players in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And Stefan Gilmore was number six, and on that tweet, on that like on that status or tweet or wherever it was, in the comments, every every Bills fan was literally posting the John Brown route when <laughs> from the pick where when,
1: when he, when yes. he was like
0: torched him, and it was yeah. like it was like so, I was like you're yeah, number six player, number six best player in the league. It's like, I mean,
1: we're familiar with Stefan Gilmore, of course.
0: It's like we we are familiar <laughs> yeah. we are familiar with him, and <laughs> and what and whatnot, and it's whole. It's just like the amount of the ability to tr- Bills fans to troll everyone in this league, especially mm-hmm. especially when it's former players, and wherever where they've talked about had negative things to say about the Bills team. Like pro
1: football focus.
0: Yeah. Oh god. Who's oh god. Focused
1: on hate on the Bills hate slash Josh Allen slander. you, you know what? Drives me nuts. I, I unfollowed them.
0: You you did?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm about ready to block them.
0: <laughs> oh god. Oh god.
1: I blocked some some uh like media experts just because I was just so annoyed.
0: You were you're like just you were just tired You were just tired 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 of it. You were
1: I'm just, trying
0: to think who else. You were just I, I'm done with it. Um <laughs> I saw where did I what did I see? I read I read an article somewhere. Oh, yeah. That it was it was by them. I read it somewhere. I can't remember where I read it. Um it might have it might it might have been Yahoo. It might have been Yahoo. Mm. It might have been Yahoo. But it was like it came from Pro Football Focus. And I'm like, hmm, I couldn't remember, Speak, but it wasn't, it wasn't negative. Yeah. It was, it was like a positive Bill's article article for a change.
1: Oh, really? That's speaking of blocking. Have you been blocked by Big Ben Roethlisberger?
0: No, I have not. I don't it's, even...
1: It's, you wear it with, with a badge of honor. Oh. <laughs> you get
0: blocked.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> it's an elite club.
0: <laughs> it, you know what? I feel like Bills fans... i sure you
1: know someone who has been blocked. I,
0: I've fans, seen... So. I, I know what you're talking about. I have seen it. I have... <laughs> I don't I, know why, though. I have seen... I have... I have seen it.
1: I have... I have seen it. Um... It's
0: an elite club of people. <laughs> oh. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: The uh, po- that's that's what I was talking about. The positive yeah. uh, when I talked about Zach Moss after doing the compound, that was okay. the article from Paul, from Pro Football Focus, uh, them talking about the his interview with the Bills and everything because that that's where it came from, and I was like, oh, that, yeah, it was Pro Foot, it oh. Never mind. It wasn't pro football focus. It was pro football talk <laughs> on NBC Sports.
1: That that uh, makes more sense now.
0: That 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 yeah. That makes that makes more sense. <laughs> that makes shocked. that makes more sense. Now uh, another article that I saw that I read that I I kind of was like you know what we'll talk about if need be. Um, mm-hmm. Frank Gore was. Had, according to this article, not necessarily pleased with how the second half of last season went for him. Oh really? Um, hmm. and he was he was unhappy with his, with usage towards the end of last season. Um, now in the article, it from it was from Brandon Crossay and everything from Buffalo Lowdown, I believe. It, okay. The talked about it and it was, uh, I believe now he's with the Jets, backing yes, up yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, of course, uh, the. The favorite, the person, the, our favorite uh, New York Jets social media correspondent, correspondent, Mete, as I call, I, I just like, Mete! um who, who, who has tweeted many times that Sam Darnold is 10 times the quarterback that Josh Allen is. <laughs> he's
1: numero uno
0: yeah. in the AFCs. Yeah, he, he's numero uno. <laughs> is that. He, he had the quote of my understanding is the 37 year old running back wasn't particularly pleased with his smart usage in Buffalo during the second half of the last season he, he he's eager to show that he's got some juice left. Gore had at least 125 carries in each of his in each of his 15 season he plans on doing it for a sixteen time uh, he finished with a career low 599 rushing yards 3.6 yards per carry with two touchdowns now, nothing against Rick Gar. He was an immense leader in the locker room. I, he was a diamond in the development of Devin Singletary. I'm not going to deny mm-hmm. that. But you're now on a team that's coached by Adam Gase <laughs> that when Adam Gase was in Miami as the head coach, barely used Kenyon Drake. And then, obviously, as we saw last year, granted, yes, Le'Veon Bell was coming off of not playing football for a year, but at the but at the end of the day, it's still Le'Veon Bell. He's still what he's still one of them top. He's still at least in the top ten running backs in the league and everything. And look at how the Jets used Le'Veon Bell. Granted, yeah, there was like the four or five games that Darnold was in there because he decided to get mono. But it's like, do you really expect you're going to get 125 carries in that offense, especially with the offensive line being kind of being as young as it is, as, as rebuilt as it is. It was. is? I'm not, like, blaming him for not being happy, but any time that he was in, man was only getting, like, one, two yards at times. Like, yeah, he had a – there were – Times where, if everything lined up right, the whatever the defense was in the blocking, he would break. He would break a run. But at the for the most part, the man was only getting like three yards of carry. And then you put Devin Singletary or, or even T.J. Yeldon, in, and and like it seemed mm-hmm. like the offense was moving more. So it, it's one of the things of. Okay, you're not happy. Cool. It. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. You moved on. You go on to another team. But I'm tired of players, like, coming to Buffalo and then leaving. And always the reports coming out that they were unhappy because of something. I'm like, listen. There's
1: always something. I
0: was like, listen. Stop. Just, just stop. Just.
1: Like, the, the players <laughs> said that there was nothing to do in Buffalo but have sex.
0: Oh, oh God.
1: <laughs> Who was that? That was Jordan Matthews.
0: Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's he, like okay. Yeah, the, the the wide receiver that we brought in, thinking that hey, he's going to be helpful, and he spent more time he spent more time on the injury list than actually on the field. <sighs> yeah, just it it's <laughs> it, it's crazy.
1: And then there's the whole Vontae Davis quitting during halftime situation that didn't that ruffled feathers and
0: yeah. The the other uh, interesting article that I found from the man that did the Frank Gore article mm-hmm. um, from Buffalo On, brandy Crochet, okay, giving him giving him a little bit of a little bit of shine, a little bit of shine okay. is he talked about that four former Buffalo Bills players that could leave retirement to play now and. Uh, he says it's sometimes harder than the NFL players. There are some Buffalo Bill players who can fall in this category th- to hang up the cleats. Um, he, he said every offseason there's players that will try to make a comeback or believe they can return them to the game. For example, he uh, what felt like the never ending saga with Brett Favre. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, this offseason, there he states this off season there were rumors that former Bills wide receiver Percy Harvin was trying to make a comeback. Um, yeah. Of course, Rob Gronkowski, we know how that we know how that ended, but he talked about how. While it's rare for this to actually happen, if the Buffalo Bills were interested to look at options among retired players, there'd be a few former players with the, with the organization. that makes sense. Uh, the first of the four players is Lorenzo Alexander. Oh, uh, I'm like, when I saw this, I was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna, uh, I'm curious, because we all we we all love Zo. Like he was an amazing leader on that team and everything, but. It was he basically talks about the stats and while well, he was considered a starter his role diminished while well, when McDermott took over and everything. well and he says while well, Alexander seems pretty to be pretty content being retired, he did crack the window ever so slightly when he said he could return if the bills were in a dire need, but it' only be for the playoff run. <sighs> to be honest, I'm not mad at it. Like, if it's, like, week 17, the Bills are getting ready for a playoff run, and they need somebody, like, I'm not going to be mad at it. Uh, he brought up Kyle Williams, Mm and, like, honestly, yeah, it would be cool, cool to see Kyle Williams and everything come back, but I think Kyle Williams is quite happy in the role that he's in, and, and whatnot, um, the third player, which kind of was a shock, was Arthur Moats. I'm sure, I'm sure you remember he Arthur used to Motes.
1: He for the Steelers too. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: it Way he bad. says it's been nearly seven years since Arthur Moats played for the Buffalo Bills, but yeah. if the, But if the linebacker wanted to give it one more shot, he could always return to the team that drafted him. And he uh, he talked about he had three years with the Bills, wasn't a full time starter, but he was valuable. He was a valuable contribu- contributor. Uh, w- went on to the s- play four seasons with the Steelers, spent one season with the Cardinals, missed uh, the entire 2018 season on injury, and then retired prior to the 2019 season, but he was only 32 years of age. So, And now, now it's time for the mind-blowing one. Alright. Oh, here we go. Time for the mind blowing one. Of course, the Bills <laughs> the Bills went out, got stuff on dicks, filled that number one receiver spot, okay? Oh, we have John Brown, we have Cole Beasley. Alright. The man brings up Terrell Owens. <laughs> <laughs> your reaction Jokes. was your rea- your your reaction was the same as mine. <laughs>
1: Jokes. This
0: guy's got jokes. Yeah. Whoever
1: this guy is, I probably follow him. You got jokes.
0: He's like, sure, why not? (laughs) It's been ten years since Terrell Owens has stepped onto the NFL field.
1: fame
0: yeah i i i, I know <laughs> is that
1: even allowed i I I, oh, well,
0: like, I I don't know um
1: i don't know how that works
0: but at 46 years of age he probably could still contribute to an offense the one thing that owens could bring is certainly size at 6 hundred and eighty pounds that can be utilized close to the goal line this is something that the hall of fame wide receiver said just last year whether jokingly or not that he could still play and even mention contributing as a red zone and third down target Uh, Owens was quoted to all NFL teams 45 or not, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready Just call me, just call my phone I will come running Wait, is he serious? Red zone, that's all I need Third down, red zone that's going to be some problems yeah. He quotes that Owens played only one year with the Bills. And this offseason talked about how much he enjoyed his time in Buffalo. The one year was with the Bills was statistically one of his worst. 55 receptions, 829 yards, five touchdowns. But that could be attributed to more... A poor quarterback play in the coaching led by Dick Duran as we all know what kind of meth Dick Duran was oh my god um, he said this would certainly be the longest shot of any of the other players but listed Terrell Owens certainly would like one more chance and probably is in the shape that he could be a weapon in the red zone like he mentions honestly I read it and I just was like I'm like really I'm like really dude I was like you got jokes like I mean,
1: he still has the
0: key to the city. Uh, he does. <laughs> Remember but then again, that? but then again, Mario <laughs> Williams has a key. To, Mario Williams has a key to the city as well. Yeah. So. At <laughs>
1: Remember th- him? We should just bring back him too. While we're at it.
0: Like at this at this point, I'm just like. I want to
1: make my own list.
0: <laughs> At, at this I at that point I was just kinda like, yo, let's bring back Eric Molds. Let's bring back like
1: I had I had a OG like molds like drought era jersey <laughs> I still rock some from time to time. So
0: So so do I. So do I Eric
1: Molds I. was my guy.
0: He he back was in the day. Mold, Like I was uh, Good I, times. I was a <laughs> not. I was a big Andre Reed fan. And then it kind of when I it, when it started when Andre started to get to where he was going to retire, I was like, "All right, Eric Molds became that guy." And then it was like, and then it went into like Pierce Price, and yeah, and whatnot. And then I started, I started going towards your to, uh, other players. It it's interesting to see him bring up the four players like. To be honest, we uh the Matt, the Madden 20 connected franchise league that I do. Uh yeah. not this season that we're in, this the pat the previous off season, the draft class was all like NFL Legends. And I draft and because I have the bills on there, I purposely drafted the four the was it three or four? It was the four bills that were in the draft, which was Kelly Thurman, Andre, and Bruce Smith. I was like, those are my draft picks. I don't care about anybody else. Those are my draft picks. And it it's great because now I have I have Andre Reed like with my with like my wide receiving core of Devontae Smith and Terren and uh, Terrence Williams because John Brown retired, Cole Beasley retired, so I had to go I had to go get other receivers. But it's one of the things of maybe that's something we can look to do next show is look at former players from the Bills that are still in the league that yeah. you'd want to have on the team. Just something fun. Fun, yeah. Something fun and random, like look look at former NFL, former Buffalo Bills in the league that's currently like playing in the league that you'd want on the team to like help to like help to like come back and help. If well, possible. I miss
1: Bobby Woods, I was a big Bobby Woods fan, but
0: same same.
1: He's with the Rams.
0: Same. it's one of the things of like. I feel like we can make, each of us can make a list of four players just for something fun next week. Yeah. So, but. That'll be fun. Uh, That's going to do it for us here across the Bills. Of course, check us out across the Bills on Anchor.com, other places where you can get your podcasting needs. You, know, so you can check me out on Twitter. Or At Pat Ganchevsky, you can check Steffi out at Steffi Tweets plus her random uh, ever-changing title name title name change whatnot. It changes every so often.
1: It evolves.
0: Yeah, it evolves like a Pokemon. (laughs) Of course, you can check out Across the Board Sports. Check out all the great content there. But for Steffi, I'm Pat G. We will see you guys next week and. Check us out, Cross the Board Sports. We will see you on the flip side.